0: Hello, welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe.
1: Hey, Jonathan. How's it going?
0: I come from a long line of levers, Amy.
1: What does that mean? I don't know what that
0: means. Oh, come on. That should ring a bell. That should absolutely ring a bell. You grew up with CCM music and stuff?
1: I did grow up with CCM Goodness gracious. Cademan's call. Okay, I'm gonna be honest and tell you, I did grow up with CCM, but Cademan's Call came along when I was in college, and I did and listen to I did listen to some of it, but not. I, I don't know all the songs like everybody does. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, Amy, 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 Amy. Hmm. Well, my, my
1: most this, of this, my this open just yeah. went out the window. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I know enough. The, you went to the concert, which I actually haven't watched yet. Yes, because I got the I got the live stream, which is good until May, like yeah. the beginning of May. So I'm gonna watch it, but I haven't yet.
0: Well, one spoiler, Amy, they don't sing that song that I just quoted a minute ago, much to my okay. chagrin. And a couple of the other people that I was there with that that went to the concert, not with me, but Beth went with me, but a few other people that we knew. We have a lot of mutual friends who were at that concert. Let's just put it that way, and. Hi. We were all a bit miffed that there was no long line of levers right out the gate. I mean, like, like I I don't know how you'd not sing that. That that would bothered me. That bothered me.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: So look, I know there's a lot of uh, there was a lot of discussion about this concert. People, you know, Derek is he gonna be there? Is he gonna be a part. Is it okay? How does that look? There's a lot of discussions to be had about that, and uh, it was it was an interesting time. And I, I will say that that tension was kind of there a little bit. Was but, it? Um, but at the same time, I, I do think that uh, people really enjoyed it and just enjoyed hearing the songs that many of us kind of came to age uh, with, you know, in, in high school and college and and things like that. So it, it was just kind of neat to hear those songs sung and performed on, you know, one of the greatest stages in the world, in my opinion, at the Ryman, and to, to hear those. And and it sounded just like it used to, Amy. It took you right back to the, That's to really the cool. 1990s. I should have worn some, like, Wide leg jeans and frosted my tips. I don't have any tips to frost, but it was it was neat. And and right, right. one of the coolest things, Bebo Norman on stage again.
1: All right. Let's talk about this. Bebo. I, he, so didn't even, I he didn't even very... get introduced, Amy.
0: Amy, he did not even get introduced. He walked out on stage. The crowd went nuts and they went right into the Like He didn't even say, please welcome to the stage Bebo Norman. He did that with he Matt Barr. Up. He did that with Andrew right. Peterson. But when Bebo came out, everyone was like, "It's Bebo!" Holy smokes! Listen,
1: I was a big Bebo Norman fan. Now that was kind of song the early, wedding, right?
0: Or the reception? No, you? no, somebody else. No, okay, wasn't somebody me. else?
1: Um, but I, uh, I, but we listened to, um, to him when we were first married, early two thousands, and you know, he just like decided, "I'm done. I'm, I, I'm, I'm done with this. He I'm going to pure
0: country." He George straighted that thing, just walked right off the stage.
1: Right, he said, "That's it." And the amazing thing is, he like it, he did like the biggest act two or second act of anybody I've seen. That he's like a physician's assistant in an ENT office there in Nashville. So yeah. I mean, he really did like leave.
0: He out. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. He just le- left CCM, went back to school has like a second career and I I mean, I imagine he's great, like just great for his patients. Probably half his patients don't even know that he had this entire like musical career because he's just probably Dr. Norman now. But, um, but anyway, I was pretty excited to see that he was going to be participating and would have loved to be in the room for that. Uh, I bet the crowd did go wild. So I'm looking forward to that on the live stream as well.
0: So if I ever am in need of a ENT here in Nashville, I need to find out where he is. That'd yes. be weird a little bit. Maybe go in there, fan over the guy that, you know, is like looking you over, but, uh, probably. Hey, probably. I could just ask him, Hey, you know, if he, if your nose and throat, they don't have those little things that, that do the reflexes on your knees, little hammer. Cause then right. I could say, look, Bebo, the hammer holds. And.
1: Oh, come on. No, come on.
0: Okay. All right. On that note, Each and every week, the podcast here is brought to you by the new Baptist Press newsletters. BP Missions, Discipleship, Leadership, and Politics. These weekly newsletters offer insightful and thought-provoking content that will deepen your understanding and strengthen your faith. Don't miss out on these valuable resources. You can visit baptistpress.com slash subscribe to sign up today. That's baptistpress.com slash subscribe. Amy, big news from the executive committee. We got a special called meeting on May the 1st and SBC this week will be there. Or at least half of us.
1: Right. Yeah. I will not be there, but it's kind
0: of my job. Um, I got to be there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You do. So, special called meeting that will be where's it going to be? It's going to be Dallas. in Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Same place
0: they had it last time whenever Ronnie right. Floyd was elected.
1: Yeah. And, and the reason for that is that. Dallas is one of those cities. Dallas and Atlanta are kind of those cities where if you need to have a meeting where you're bringing people from all over the country, those are easy airports for everybody to get to. And then there are hotels, you know, either attached to it or right next yep. to it. And so typically when you have something like this, um, especially something that is in and out, like it's a meeting for a specific purpose, Dallas yeah, Dallas Atlanta, also has
0: in and out, by the way.
1: Yes, yes. Dallas is, is where you often- We'll see these meetings. So that's why it was happened the last time and it's this time. Yeah. So they will, it will be a special call meeting considering a recommendation from the search committee for a new president and CEO.
0: Yeah. So stay tuned to Baptist Press for more information on that as we approach May 1st. So uh, we'll be there in Dallas. I'm, I'm actually, Amy, I'm road tripping this one, I'm not flying to Dallas. I am going oh. with Chris. We got to bring some stuff, for like some gear and stuff for like press conference and things like that or whatever, uh, Zoom calls, whatnot. So we're taking a car and Chris and I are road tripping. So that's going to be fun. Well,
1: that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So John Wilkie gets to ride back, but I'm riding over with him. So we're going to swap because okay. I'll have some stuff to do in Dallas after the fact. So gotcha. But yeah. So road trip, Chris Chapman Very style. Fun. It's so, which we've done that before and it's always fun. So should be a good time. All right, Amy, it's the first of the month. You know what that means? CP. All right. We are at $97 million in change, almost to $98 million. It's $97.8 million for the year, and we are a little bit over our year-to-date budgeted amount of $96.1 million, so about $1.7 million above budget right now uh, with the summer months to come. So see how things play out throughout the rest of the year, but after six months, Amy? We're in pretty good shape with $97 million given through the National Cooperative Program Allocation Budget.
1: All right. Very cool. I like for you to do the number story yes. so I don't have to comment.
0: Well, thank you. And one of the entities that, that receives a distribution from the National Cooperative Program Allocation Budget is Midwestern. They had a trustee meeting just a couple of weeks ago. We got a report here in this week's show.
1: They had a pretty, I think, standard trustee meeting, no major things, just the, the just normal stuff.
0: standard Getty concert yeah. at the trustee meeting. That's standard. Well,
1: no, I mean, they had some events, HB Charles preached, things like that. But in terms of major things that they passed and stuff, it was pretty boilerplate normal. So they passed a budget of $33.3 million, and that also included the approval of updated tuition and fees for the next academic year. They elected some faculty, Sam Beerig to assistant professor of biblical studies, Joe Allen to assistant professor of missions, Brett Ackright to assistant professor of biblical studies, and they re-elected John Lee um, as associate professor of New Testament. They authorized them to explore options for naming the new Spurgeon College dormitory. They should so name that it the be
0: Whitfield Dorm.
1: As in George?
0: Yes, not you. Right. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, and then they also unanimously offered support, appreciation and congratulations to John Mark Yates as he goes to be the president of Corbin University. So they also have, they had two special events, a Getty concert and then H.B. Charles preaching a chapel message on March 28th. Yep, Sounds like a, a great time.
0: Also elected their officers for next year, Chad McDonald who's the pastor at Lenexa Baptist in Lenexa, Kansas. He's going to serve as chairman. David Meany from Collierville, Tennessee, over the Memphis area, will serve as first vice chairman. David Shanks from Fort Worth, Texas, will serve as second vice chairman. And Lane Harrison from Ozark, Missouri, will continue to serve as secretary. All right. Not part of the thing. We don't have a uh, a story here, but we're in Missouri, and we just mentioned Ozark, Missouri. So i got to take a minute, Amy. A big shout-out, good friend of the pod, Don Currents. New mayor of Ozark, Missouri.
1: New mayor. He was elected. Um 38% this week. of the vote. Yeah. Very exciting. Yep. Yes. He
0: won 38%. So. I think it's like 38, 34, and 27 or something like that. Uh, if I remember correctly on the numbers there. But yeah, congrats to Don, man. How about that?
1: I think that's really awesome. Very yeah. deserving. He will be he will be a wonderful mayor. I yes. would love to have him as a mayor of my town.
0: Yes. So I don't even know who the mayor in Franklin is. Is that bad?
1: Um, yeah. Okay. Probably. Do you know so who the mayor of our, Forest is? Oh my goodness, Vivian Jones. Yes. Yeah, she's been mayor here for like decades. She's been the mayor here for a very, very long oh, okay.
0: time. Okay. Well, I have no yes. idea who the mayor is here in, in Franklin.
1: I finally get I finally get to vote for mayor here because we have that kind of situation where there's the town limits and then, you know, there's like so my the first place I lived, which was only a mile and a half from my house, but it was outside the limits of where you could vote for mayor. And now I can.
0: Hmm. All right. So, well, there you go. Vote for yeah. Vivian. All right. Uh, more news, Amy. Over to Southwestern, finished up in Midwestern. Go to Southwestern, where the case that uh, was brought against Southwestern and Dr. Paige Patterson by Jane Rowe was dismissed this week. There was claims of defamation as well as a claim of negligence and gross negligence. All three of those claims were dismissed with prejudice, meaning they they cannot be refiled. However, there is an appeal available to Jane Rowe and her lawyer indicated that they are preparing their appeal. So uh, the full story in the Baptist Press uh, rundown of that, one of the uh, statements from Southwestern uh, in response to this from Chairman Danny Roberts, of the, the chairman of the board there, Saying We are grateful that the court has determined that the facts in this case did not meet the standard established by the law and has dismissed all claims. Still, we recognize that the biblical standard for responding to allegations of abuse and caring for victims of abuse is much higher. It was a failure to live up to this higher standard that led in part to a presidential transition in 2018. Southwestern Seminary remains committed to the biblical standard, which demands doing everything we can to ensure the safety of all members of the seminary community and caring well for victims of sexual abuse. So, if this dismissal is appealed, we will let you know more if that happens. Amy, this past week was a busy one, unfortunately, for our friends at Southern Baptist Disaster Relief, Arkansas, Tennessee, Mississippi, Missouri, all of them being hit with some massive tornadoes, especially oh, there it's in rough. Little Rock. Uh, where Bart Barber and Bryant Wright, the president of Sin Relief, were this week.
1: Yeah, this was rough, and you know we we have friends from that area. You and I both were getting lots of yeah. pictures and and stories um, from there, and it it was hit so hard. The Little Rock tornado measured as an EF three um, went thirty two miles, so it it hit really hard. But it's it was it's great. These pictures are great of Bart Barber and Brent Wright going and talking with the disaster relief responders and then also just praying with the folks who lost so much there. It's a it's a great story. And so we'll put that in the show notes for people to see.
0: Yeah. So thankful for Bryant Wright, our SBC DR volunteers and Bart Barber for everything they were doing this week in Arkansas, as well as Throughout the entire Mid-South, I mean, it, it was a rough week last week with those tornadoes throughout Arkansas, Mississippi, Tennessee, Missouri, everywhere in between. So a rough, rough week this past week, and we got a lot of volunteers out there on the ground doing work for those in need. All right, Amy, we have an update from the ARITF this past week. They're going to consider alternative pathways to establish and maintain their ministry check website that they've been tasked to provide.
1: The recommendation in February to the Credentials Committee, uh, because that's kind of how that Uh, the recommendation that was passed by the messengers laid it out that they would make a recommendation to the credentials committee. The credentials committee would determine the the recommendation had been faith-based solutions would be secured for that role. But the update is that they're going to consider alternative pathways to establish and maintain the ministry check website, dividing the work among smaller firms. So part of this, I think, is that faith-based solutions, was really the the clear option if one firm is going to do everything. But the alternative pathways would be looking at additional firms to split that up. And that decision was made on Monday, March 27th. And so then some updates were given to leaders and state convention representatives, ta- state convention task forces, throughout the week about some of the plans ahead. And so then it was released this week that they'll be looking.
0: So I know that was a a big story. A lot of people were interested in this week. Also another story that I think, you know, I'd almost forgotten about it, Amy, because it's been so long. If you kind of go back and look at the timeline here, but Liberty, they have a new president now. That was a long search process, a long time between Jerry Falwell and their new president Dondi Coston from Charleston Southern.
1: Heading north up to Virginia. So, uh Dondi Costin is actually you hear this for liberty and it just makes sense. Yes. Um he's been the president at Charleston Southern for about 5 years now I think. Um but he is a retired major general um in the in the US Air Force and really it was 32 year military career. He ended as the Air Force chief of chaplains working at the Pentagon. Um and pretty incredible career, has lots of military decorations, and then went to uh went to Charleston Southern and very respected there. I think a lot of him think really highly of his tenure at Charleston Southern. And so this seems like a right fit for yes, Liberty.
0: It does. And He's got uh, check this, Amy. Two of his five master's degrees came from Liberty. He has five master's degrees, Amy. Yeah, that's a lot. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, that that's a lot, and a couple yes. PhDs, I think too. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so he's the new president at Liberty, and uh, it's been almost three years. Jerry Falwell resigned in August of twenty twenty, Amy. So it's been that long. I, I knew it was a while, and I I didn't realize until the story hit the other day that it had been three years. I almost forgot that they were still looking for somebody. Uh, but in addition to Donte Coston as the new president at Liberty, Jonathan Falwell will serve as the chancellor. So Jonathan is still going to be the senior pastor at Thomas Road Baptist Church, where he has been for the last 16 years. And it's uh, right there adjacent to the campus. So uh, he will be the chancellor of the school while Donnie Costin serves as the president. So congratulations to him. So we have some comings, Amy, and now we have some goings. And that is Tom Strode. He is retiring after 32 years as the Baptist Press D.C. Bureau Chief.
1: Yeah, 32 years. What a career. Um, Tom Strode's been serving as the Washington Bureau Chief, went for the Christian Life Commission. Richard Land brought him there. He had been on staff at Bellevue Baptist Church under Adrian Rogers, but then he moved to the D.C. area when he was called to go to the CLC, which became the ERLC. And uh, really has worked all this time for both the ERLC and Baptist Press as bureau chief there with quite quite a career. Really incredible work.
0: Yes. Yeah, so he's been a mainstay, you know, obviously for as long as I've been reading Baptist Press and, you know, also kind of running Baptist Press being over, it, you know, it's kind of in my area as the vice president for communications. And uh, Tom stuff is like the cleanest and the most thorough of anything that we get like i mean it's hardly ever had to touch it with an edit um and it, I mean, he gets all the info too it, there's never something where you got to go back to him hey tom that's he what we, he's doing can we add this can we add that so i mean you've been doing something 32 years you know what you're doing right i mean it's it's pretty you impressive just know, yeah. yeah
1: you just know how to do it
0: yeah he knows he's done these stories you know a hundred times
1: right and he has witnessed a lot of things too in that i mean the story talks about that that he was there for Uh, The Supreme Court hearings for Clarence Thomas, which obviously were were pretty significant hearings. And also he attended lots of oral arguments. He attended the bill signing when George W. Bush enacted a ban on partial birth abortion. He's been in the room with at least three presidents. So. Uh, pretty, pretty incredible. One thing that I noticed in this story is he had a nearly four hour round trip commute every day to the Washington office. He would drive from his Fredericksburg, Virginia home to the commuter train station and then rode an hour and a half to the city. So, I mean, he could get work done on the train um, or he could read, but that's quite, quite a commute.
0: That is a commute and a half right there, but that's the beltway for you, basically. So, yeah, I mean, think yeah. about this. He came in before Planned Parenthood versus Casey, that was ninety two, right? And he's leaving after the fall of Roe. That's that's yeah. a lot. That's pretty, pretty impressive. Pretty incredible. That's 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 awesome. He has
1: seen he he has seen seen a lot. Yes. he's seen a lot.
0: So he would have come in during George H W Bush term, and so George H W Bush, Bill Clinton, two terms. George W Bush, two terms. Barack Obama, two terms. Donald Trump, one term, and Joe Biden. Partial, so six presidents that he served under.
1: A lot During.
0: so crazy, and three are URC presidents too. By the way, so that's uh that's wild. So very cool. All right, well, congratulations to Tom on his retirement. Uh, He'll be around, I'm sure. He's got grandkids here in the Nashville area, so he's back in Nashville and lives over uh, in Antioch, I believe. Yeah, uh, near them. So uh, it's good to see him every once in a while, but uh, at the same time, gonna miss him. Uh, having him at the office uh, and, you know, working on stuff for the URLC. So it's kind of become a normal thing to have Tom shooting the stuff from the URLC and uh, now retiring. So congrats to Tom on that. And Amy, that's going to do it for our news and bring us to my favorite part of the week this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds.
1: All right. So you know how I love when this time of year comes around? I love doing sort of annual meeting
0: type Because annual meeting used to be, you know, happening in just a few weeks here.
1: That's right. So we're going to go to 1954 to kind of a heads up that was given for the upcoming SBC. And uh, this came from the chairman of the local arrangements committee, or excuse me, local publicity committee for the convention, James Shirley. The headline said, leave white shoes at home when going to SBC in June. And it said, Men, leave your white shoes and Panama hats at home when you go to St. Louis for the Southern Baptist Convention, else many a native will see you and say, look, there goes another man from the South. White shoes and straw hats are not worn much in St. Louis in early June. Wow. Said about the only thing you can be sure of, yeah, about the only thing you can be sure of as far as the weather. Is concern is that it will be mild, about 70 degrees, the nights sometimes cooler. And he suggested bring lightweight clothes and a raincoat because it rains about seven days out of June. And it just might be the seven days of the conventions in session. So this is, it's already moved to June at this point in 54.
0: What St. Louis are they going to that's going to be 70 degrees? The last, remember the last time we were there and it was like 95 and it was smoking hot. hot. It was was insane in 2016. Holy cow. Yes. Every time I've been yes. to St. So, Louis, it's been uh, smoking hot.
1: Uh, that kind of caught me by surprise. I also thought it was just fascinating, this whole... I, I, did everyone wear white shoes and straw hats?
0: I'm wearing mine to Is that a thing? New Orleans. I, are not you not? Oh, that you're not going, so...
1: I'm not going to be there, but did uh, all the men, I guess... Were, I, that just was funny to me, like... Look, there goes another man from the South. And then white shoes and straw hats, not well, worn much in St. Louis. Did, so I, I, hats, I, It was a helpful so. tip. He didn't want everyone to stand out. Well, I mean, right, right. He didn't want everyone to stand out. Yep. So I have this picture of like a John Grisham novel or something. <laughs> These characters.
0: For me, it's um, um, JFK, you know, like the Oliver Stone movie. Whatever you know, Kevin yeah. Costner's carry. That's yes. what I'm picturing in my head. Yes,
1: yes. So very interesting. I think the last time I remember fashion tips was the last time we were in New Orleans, right? It Or was it? It was some uh, sometime. I think Bryant Wright said, or maybe it was when we went Phoenix. to Phoenix later. Phoenix. Steve Gaines said, just said, "Hey,
0: yeah, don't worry about. Don't coats
1: feel and ties. like you gotta wear coats and ties because we're it is hot. Yeah. So." But normally, we don't have the the fashion tips like this. I mean, this wasn't about weather. This was about, guys, let's not stick out like, you know. Hey,
0: well, you're coming on the road ready. to New Orleans in just a few weeks. We're going to record that. We could talk. I mean, it's messenger info is basically the do topic. Do some, fa-
1: some so fashion tips. So we could do some fashion tips? Okay. tips from Amy. Think about it.
0: You know, go through your Brooks Brothers it. catalog or whatever, do dresses and stuff and, and
1: talk uh, about it. Yeah, No. No, don't have that.
0: Okay, don't. All
1: right. Don't. So anyway, but uh, it was the road to St. Louis in 1954. This week in SBC history with fashion tips.
0: We can just bust out the Draper James catalog on that, Amy. That we'll, we'll do. that. There
1: you go. We'll now that. you're talking now, my language. Now
0: we're talking. All right. Yeah. Draper James, I don't yeah. shop there, obviously, but they got one in the National Airport now. If you want to check right. it out anytime you're flying in and out. So, all right. Well, that's going to bring us to our resources Very cool. of the Very week. Cool. Amy, your resource of the week is.
1: So I hope we don't have the same resource. Mine is going to be. I told you that I got the Cadman's call live stream.
0: If you do this again, go is ahead. Is the
1: live stream or is no? The it's album? not the live stream. Okay, that's great. The K. Ca- I told you I got the Cadman's call live stream ticket. Uh huh. But you actually can still get it. Now that means it's it's after the live stream event but you can do on demand access. So I actually bought mine while the concert was going on cuz I remembered it but then I looked again today and you can still get it. So All it's right. on um it's on Mandolin which is where you can live stream concerts and uh and you can go there and get the live stream ticket. It's unlimited on demand replay access until May the 2nd. Mm. So All right. There you go. Are they
0: doing the live stream of the Andrew Peterson show Monday night at the Ryman for the uh, Resurrection Letters?
1: That's a good question. They usually do. And I'll talk
0: about mine. My, and I, we almost picked the same thing again. You That close to stealing mine again. Mine is going to be the re-release of the original Cademan's album that they put out last year. So I don't ever think we talked about this last year, but uh, it's got me, you know, last week's concert's got me listening to that again. Really good album. It's just the re-release of the uh, the self-titled album. From ninety seven, the twenty five year anniversary of that last year, so they did that really cool album, and uh, looks like you may have the Andrew Peterson information. Is that available, Amy?
1: Yes, it, it is. is. Oh, good, it is. I might have so, to get that Monday night. Yeah, and so you actually have th- you have three days because so we're recording this on Friday. It is Easter Monday, so you can actually watch it live, um, which I will probably do that because yeah. I'll be here. I might do so, that
0: too. I might get that. Yeah. So. Oh, the Preds play on Monday night. I may not do that. I don't know. Depends on how they do Saturday. Preds are in the playoff line, Amy. We're one game out right now. And we play the people right in front of us. So we'll see what happens. So
1: See what happens.
0: Yeah, we got priorities in this house. All right. Well, Amy, thanks again for this week. And uh, happy Easter.
1: Happy Easter.
0: I hope you have a great Resurrection Sunday there at Summit. And uh, everybody listening, I hope you have a great Resurrection Sunday celebration as well. Amy, I'll see you next week.
1: See you next week.